Welcome to Konaha Crush, a clandestine effort to exhaustively research and document events occurring in and around the village hidden in the leaves. I'm Ruby. I'm Gwen. Hey. Hi, episode 32. We're here. How's it going? How's your week been? Um, my week's been good. Uh, let's see. What did I do? Gay shit, probably. Yeah, some gay shit. Don't, don't fucking at me. I feel like it's my sacred right to at you. Mm-hmm. Like, the gay shit is really fresh. Like, fuck you. Uh-huh. What? I feel like I've done nothing wrong here. I don't even know what this is saying in the podcast. I just don't feel like I've done anything wrong here. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Sorry, sorry for interrupting. What, what, what have you been up to this week? Oh, God. Um, like, basically nothing. Like, I've been playing more Guilty Gear. Okay. You've been winning all the time. Yeah, I've won every match. Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive. Not many people can brag about a hundred percent win rate, but like, yeah, uh, I'm actually pretty tough and cool. Um, I, Guilty I've, Gear, though. I've I've kind of had this impression about you, not necessarily about Guilty Gear, like more mm. generally. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, right. Uh huh. I've been playing biking, by the way. Oh my god, that's so that's that's so sexy of you. This is we've got kind of a fucking <laughs> <laughs> the energy here. <laughs> what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Oh my god, okay, well, um, I'm st- god, what, what, what have I been up to? What have I been up to that I want to talk on the po- about in the podcast? Um, I got, like, distracted, kind of, like, from, like, I, I was kind of getting back in swing of things, like, watching anime a little bit, or, like, gearing up to, and I got sort of distracted by, uh, by video games for a while, and so I, I sort of fell off of that. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm crawling my way back there, um, you know, I, I watched the usual episode of Licorice Recoil with, uh, with Gwen, um, that's right. Yeah, uh, feeling pretty normal about that. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, all, 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 all looking good there. Um, that's 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 still a show I really, I really enjoy. Really enjoy watching every week. I also, uh, I, I finished Berserk. I did it. I. You did it. Yeah. I. Yeah. What do, what do you what are your thoughts? What do you think? Oh God, I. <laughs> So like I, I say, when I say I finished Berserk, I mean like in the like, in, in like the few hours between me like finishing up everything I wanted to do before like making this podcast and like sitting down to record the podcast, I read the last like forty chapters of Berserk, oh, and gosh. so it's just kind of like I'm like oh okay like I I was you know I had so many thoughts about it, but now I'm just like sitting here and it's like oh god it's it's like so like fresh and raw in my mind in a real way like it's just kind of overwhelming it's uh yeah you haven't you haven't had time to process any of it yet. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just like I mean, it's it's fucking it's fucking awesome. It's berserk. It's incredible. Like well, I, I've said this time and time again, but like I, I'm genu- genuinely so impressed and like so moved by that comic. Is like just a, a, a like very like distinct and powerful work. I, the the ways in which it like like more and more like it expands out into being this like incredibly like stunning and lush fantasy comic. Just like these un- unbelievable illustrations on page to page is like. It's amazing. It's amazing, right? And, like, you know, when they get to, like... So the thing I had heard from, like, so many people about Berserk, and, like, about especially, like, that last, like, stretch of it before uh, before uh, Mira died, right, is, like, how like how, how surprised they were by, like, how, like, warm and kind it was about how, like, you know, like, genuinely invested it was in, like, the process of healing and, like, the, the like, growth of these characters and, like, their ability to, like, move past some really rough shit. So, like... You know, it was hard to be surprised by that thing, right? Like, it was hard to, like... That, that, that was just kind of what I knew Berserk to be, because I'd heard that so many times, I'd heard that refrain repeatedly, and, like, obviously I love that about the comic. 
And so, like, I guess the thing that took me the most by surprise, like, as I was, like, you know, just kind of barreling through those last 40 chapters was how much it didn't feel like it was, like, slowing down in the face of it, right? Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 I get, I'm, I, I, like, I, I found myself, like, closing in on, like, the, you know, the end of the stuff published during Mirror's Life, and it was, like, I, I, everything is still moving. Everything in this world is, like, still going on. Everything, like, there's just this, uh, this huge, like, potential sort of, like, expanding in front of, like, you know, what will happen for these characters, all these, like, d- different things being introduced, like, up, right up until the very end, right? It's just... I, I, I don't know and it's one of those things like it ending where it does right is like there's obviously some very like gratifying things about that like so some of these last two chapters are like there's so much like just genuine like goofy comedy stuff and so much like genuinely like you know like soft and more moments but it's also just like I, I don't know I, I guess I, I'm really feeling like the, the weight of the fact that like it had become like such like a vibrant and exciting thing it had become like all like all, all, all of these different moving parts all of these different characters that i love to see and like just wanting to uh, god I, I don't even know like it's just yeah like it, it it just felt like i think like never stopped like never missed a beat that like i, I don't know i'm, I'm just like I'm, I'm kind of in awe of it i'm like i really i don't know oh god sorry I, I feel like i'm being particularly inarticulate about this right now i'm just like really uh yeah, hey, no, I get it. I also read Berserk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? It's just... There's just nothing else fucking like it, you know? Yeah. And, like, there won't be. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's gone. Yeah, right. Like, and there's there's that continuation that's going on by his assistance. And, like, I'm I'm, I'm sure I won't stay away from that, like, forever. I'm, I'm gonna give myself some time, right? But, like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, you know, it's not... It's not like it can never really be the same as like what, what it was, and like what it was was just such a like, like it, it, in spite of how like bumpy that road could be, I'm, I'm I just feel like 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 grateful and like moved that it exists. I don't know. I like yeah. I, I feel like I'm basically not saying anything other than being like very emotional, right? But like, oh my god, right? God damn. I, I guess I should say right. Mm-hmm. The, the the other biggest biggest surprise for me in Berserk is uh, h- how much of my husband got to end up being. I love that guy. Um, mm-hmm. He's wonderful. I'm I'm just so happy for him. I'm so happy he's come so far. I you know it's it's uh, I'm 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 happy he's got his like goofy kids he's looking after. It's it's just it's just great. What, what an awesome guy. What an awesome guy. Yeah, what an I awesome lo- dude. I love God so fucking much. Like that's what they don't warn you about. That's what they don't warn you about. <laughs> Do um, do you want to get to the episodes? Do you need yeah, a moment? um, like maybe I need a moment, but like also we, we like I don't I don't I don't know what more I could say, right? I, I could just kind of like stumble over our words and like cry more, but that's not really like a podcast experience that I, I think people are coming to us for. So like, right, right, right. Okay, I'll just um. So I'll maybe just, maybe uh we. Yeah, I'll just start reading my summaries. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Do your best. Okay. Episode ninety-five: The Fifth Hokage. A life on the line. Naruto hits Kabuto with the Rasengan and sends him flying. Orochimaru and Jiraiya pause their tussle to notice, and Kabuto shows off his ability to heal super fast as Naruto collapses. After a moment of posturing, Kabuto collapses too. Tsunade notices Naruto's heart is fucked up from an attack Kabuto snuck in while he was getting Rasengan. Tsunade starts healing him. It starts to look like he won't make it when he reaches up for Tsunade's necklace and declares victory before going unconscious. He's okay. 
Tsunade puts the necklace around his neck. Orochimaru notices how tough and cool Naruto is, and decides it's a good idea to not let the Akatsuki get him. So he tongue flies over there to try and mouse-stab him with the grass sword. Tsunade takes the hit instead. The start of this episode, right? In this fucking moment, the Rasengan mm-hmm. is like the- just the normal Rasengan is like the biggest fucking deal it's ever gonna be. Right. Um... Or like, like, you know, we, like, yeah, we talk, I, I talked about this a little bit earlier, but like, when, when Jiraiya, like, just did the wrestling on to, like, show it off to Naruto the first time on that random fucking goon. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, you know, the, the guy went flying, but it wasn't like this. Yeah, or it, you didn't fucking, like, bore a hole in his shirt. Yeah, it didn't, like, encase him in, like, a fucking death chakra orb as he went flying back into a rock and then, like, collapsed on the ground. Right, right, like, right. Like, fucking, like, that guy was just like, oh, shit, here, have my wallet, and, uh... <laughs> But, like, Kabuto, uh, I guess, doesn't have, like, the the sheer durability of that fucking guy. He doesn't have the very expensive defensive suit uh, that the guy was wearing. And he doesn't have a wallet right now. Oh, shit. He didn't bring his wallet. It's, like, a secret effect of the wrestling is if you, if you, like, here's, here's my wallet after you get hit, it's, like, you know, you take way less damage. Yeah. It's, like, the counterplay. Yeah. Totally. But, you know, it, it is this, um, this huge fucking, like, destructive thing in this moment. Uh, but like and like we'll manage to be at that for like basically just this moment because i think it like just kind of scales back down to something like here's the attack that naruto does like very quickly yeah yeah um you know it's, it's still like cool obviously right it's like oh he mm-hmm. had to work really hard to learn this you know it's, it's like strong right um it's just yeah. like and like if we need to find justification for it which we don't by the way but like this is the space that i like to play in sometimes um i think naruto is just baby snake in it yeah yeah you know, this is the first time he did it right, and so he put fucking everything in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, like, fucking... I mean, part of, part of this is because he gets attacked, right? Part of this is because Kabuto, like, fucking, like, got him also. Yeah. But he's he's just fucking out after this. He's, he's like, you know, he, he's probably making small wrestlings after this. Right. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Jirai and Roshimaru are, like, flying through the air, like, colliding with each other, like, they're fucking Dragon Ball Z characters. In the background, like, oh, wait, shit, he did the wrestling on... Yeah, they stopped to, like, stand, like, upside down on the snake. <laughs> the snake is very accommodating. It's just completely stationary. I guess it can't move much. It's, like, half length in a swamp, but, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Dr- Jiraiya's happy about it. Roshimaru's like, damn, I-, I really wanted this kid to just suck shit. And uh, Sonata is just sort of watching on. She's like, oh, shit, maybe I can believe in a boy again. Because, you know, that's that's just kind of where Sonata's at. Yeah, totally. It's important to have a boy to believe in. As much as I've been like kind of down on like the the way to which Kabuto just kind of kind of collapses into being like this very like ill-defined foil for Naruto here in this arc, I do think it's very fun. He's like, ah, you see, I'm actually like perfect at healing. I'm so good at recovering from any injury, and Orochimaru loves me for it, and I'm awesome. And his glasses fucking crack and collapse on the ground. I think I, I think it's just pretty satisfying, right? It's just like, oh yeah, the fucking the Rasengan, it gets to you. Yeah, it gets you bad. It gets you bad. Kabuto would just be fucking dead if he didn't have, like, an auto-healing body, maybe. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, I, even as Kabuto's collapsed on the ground, he's like, uh, Naruto's fucked now. He's not He's not recovering at all. He's, he's gonna die, and this is gonna be another fucking boy that died in front of you, Sonata. And Sonata obviously isn't gonna let that happen. You know, she's she's here to, like, fucking try again. She's here to, like, try and, you know, uh, f- finally have a boy not die in front of her. Um, so, like, uh, the, the, the construction of this is, like, uh, you know, it's, it's very straightforward, but the, the problem I wind up having with it... Mm-hmm. Is that? I mean, again, yeah, this is also kind of the problem we wound up having with the uh, Sonata flashbacks, right? 
Yeah. Where, like, those were situations where, like, it seemed like she... I mean, like, one of those, she definitely could have done anything because he... Because fucking Nawaki was, like, mangled beyond recognition. Um, and, like, I don't know. Don had some, like, fucking organs explode inside of him or something. We don't know what was up there, but it was, it was pretty bad, right? Yeah. And, and so when Sonai does it here, it's not... Like, like because we don't really have, like, a, a, a clearly defined scale of, like, what's wrong with Naruto in comparison to what's wrong in these other, other places, right? Um, mm-hmm. And because we don't really have, like, a great sense of uh, what goes into healing jutsu, there's not really anything that feels like it's a real actual, like, breakthrough for Sonata in terms of, like, how she, how she can do this or how well she can do this, right? It's not like, oh, she's doing this better than she ever did it before. It's just like, oh, she's doing the thing and, like, it works this time. Yeah. Because, like, I, the, the boy isn't too injured, I guess, right? Like, Yeah, and, like, ostensibly she's about a healer now than she was when she was, like, 20 or whatever. But, like, is she? Because she just kind of, like, quit after that and, like, went off and, like, apparently let her skills atrophy or whatever. So, like, is she even? Yeah, I mean, fair. Probably, probably maybe not. Like, she, she's got, like, a new trick we see later. It's, like, maybe she's learned some things. But, like, I, I don't know. It's, like, really unclear. And so, like, it, what it basically is a feeling is, like, oh, there's not, like... There's not, like, any real change in, like, Tsunade here. She just got lucky this time, right? Yeah. Like, it, it's, like, a, an extension of, like, the fucking... The, the gambling through an character where she, like, made the bet against Naruto masking the Narsengan, but she's also making the bet to, like... Um, like, you know, I, I'm betting on the fact that this boy can be strong or cool. And, like, you know, she's seen it. And now it's like, okay, well, here's my here's my new boy to believe in. I'm just going to do it again this time. This one, this one's really going to be it. And, like, she's right because the comic is named Naruto. Okay, here, here's the thing. Uh-huh. Maybe Naruto survived because of her bad luck. Now hear me out. Okay. The wager to receive the necklace supersedes how unlucky it would be. <laughs> okay, okay, I see. <laughs> All right. If so she, she died, right? She so, just has to like wait to hand over the necklace until somebody gets badly injured. <laughs> yeah, like if if we look at the evidence, if we look at what happened here, that's how, that that I think that's just how it works. Yeah, I mean, she should just been like, okay, yeah, Nawaki, like after after you come back from your big cool mission, I'll give you this necklace, and then Nawaki would be the fucking Hokage right now, I guess, right? Like fucking yeah, here's would have died. they like, hey, okay, Nawaki's Hokage now. Here, here, yeah, here's or next in line. Or, or, or specifically, I bet you you can't come back here safe and sound. If I lose, you win the necklace. <laughs> I bet you're gonna die. If, if you're so, so fucking cool and too, too good for, for birthday presents, I bet you're gonna die on your first mission as a 12-year-old. So, <laughs> yeah. And if I'm wrong, you could, you could come back and get that necklace. <laughs> Literally. She just doesn't know how to game the system. She's gonna learn how to game the system, it's true. Now I'm imagining that that was her, like, re- rationale for making the bet with Naruto, was to, like, try and game, uh-huh. <laughs> try and game the system. Like, okay, yeah. yeah. If, like, this kid's not going to be the Hokage. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. But if he learns the Rasengan, like, maybe that means he'll have a chance. I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll make a bet. And, like, if I win the bet, that just means, like, oh, I won because something bad was about to happen, and the thing that was bad that was about to happen was this kid was gonna die, so it's fine, like. Yeah. And just, uh, just, just making it happen without getting as invested in advance. It's just, it, it's just the smart play. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, maybe, maybe we gotta hand it to her. Yeah. Wait, Orochimaru has, like, seen Naruto do the Rasengan, right? And he's like, oh, shit. I can't fucking let the Akatsuki get him. And this is one of those things where it's like, oh, right, Naruto was not, like, a very precisely planned thing because 
as we learn later, right, Ikazuki doesn't really want Naruto specifically from him. They just want to take the big animal out of him, and he would, like, presumably die in the process. Right. Like, that, that, that is what the Ikazuki's goals are eventually revealed to be. But, like, you know, that, that is, uh... And so, like, you know, it, it really wouldn't matter whether or not Naruto knows how to do the Rasengan in that equation, right? Like... Yeah, like, he just has the fox. Like, and, like uh-huh. end of story, right? Like, they want... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... It's one thing that stands out to me, like, in that way. Like, oh, yeah, the, the, this wasn't figured out. But also, it got me thinking, like, what if the Akatsuki's goal was just to collect all the fucking, like, saddest strong boys in the world? God, that would have been so good! <laughs> they just fucking intercede, like, Gara and just went back to the village. It's like, hey, that village's like shit. You want to be up to something? They fucking go and pick up Haku, who, like, has actually secretly survived. <laughs> There's, like, a fucking... God, that's that's the fucking Akatsuki plan in, in my rewrite. Uh, like, I don't know how it all works, but I think it would be very fun if there was just, like, here's the fucking sad kid super team that's being deployed with maximum tactical efficiency. Yeah, and also the Akatsuki would be, like, the, the secret, like, late game, like, good guys, actually, who were, like, uh, who, who were, like, right in, like, knowing that, like, the village system was fucked up. Uh-huh. Right, because, like, you know, the, the village system is, like, producing, like, s- strong kids, in in some measure, but it's it's doing it in a way that like has no real compassion for them. So like if you like take them out of that, then they can like then the, then they can like really thrive, right? They're they're yeah. gathering all the like traumatized strong boys. Uh huh. Um, I don't know. That's, that's basically what I say about this half of the episode. You know, Orochimaru like lunges forward, stab Naruto, and like stabs Nadia instead. And then uh then we get to the next half of the episode, right? Yep. Unless you have something else to say. Uh nope. Okay. Orochimaru tries to tell her that keeping the kid around is bad news, but she won't hear it. Tsunade tells him that the kid will be the Hokage one day, and Orochimaru tells her only fools do that. Tsunade remembers herself saying a similar thing. Regretting that, and remembering her boys with ideals, she declares that she is putting her life on the line too. Orochimaru obliges and stabs her some more. Orochimaru taunts her about her fear of blood, so she gets over it suddenly and sends him flying with a kick. She activates a weird mark on her head and activates her own super healing ability. All three Sanin do their big summons. Alright, so Sonata is like, you know, she's back in the fight a little bit, she's ready to like, not just be like kneeling on the ground sadly. Um, mm-hmm. Still doesn't start out very well for her, so much of, uh, so much of this episode, of like this hardy episode is her getting hit by Orochimaru's sword, and not really being able to do anything about it. Yeah. Still kind of a bummer. Um, like, you know, maybe, maybe like a little more with her by, by the end of our episodes this week, but it's still like, man... Yeah, not a fantastic showing. Yeah. Right, like, I, I, I get this is, like, sort of to set up her, like, new ability later in this episode that she's, like, getting like, extra injured now. But it's also not, like, a very cool way to show that either. Right, like, she she could at least be, like, doing something about it instead of, like, meekly fucking body-blocking sword attacks. Mm-hmm. From, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's not very exciting on that level. Um, you know, Orochimaru is like, ah, the, only a fool would be the Hokage to her, right? And yeah. she, like, remembers back to when she said that, like, same thing to, like, Naruto. But, like, the the thing about this is that, like, th- these are, like, the same... Like, th- these are the same words, more or less, but they, they don't really come from the same place. Right. Like, Tsunade said that because, like, she was like, yeah, being the Hokage means, like, fucking throwing your life away in pursuit of, like, an impossible dream, right? Which is, like, yeah, I mean, that that, that was, like, a that is, like a, a thing that a character can believe, right? Mm-hmm. And Orochimaru is saying it because he's like, it's fucking stupid to want to be the president of the town I'm going to explode. <laughs> yeah. 
You know what? And the, they're still both right. <laughs> right, but it, like, it's weird. It's like, oh, I, I see the error of my ways in this guy. And it's like, not really. Like, this guy, you aren't even thinking the same things. You just, like... Yeah, it just ha- you just like, said the same words coincidentally. Yeah, yeah. she 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 fo- she like focuses in her her dream that like someday a boy will be Hokage, which like I mean, honestly, several boys have been Hokage already. I, I don't know what she's like missing at this point, but like maybe maybe she wants to make the pick and, and have it right go right. I mean that that, that, that that is very much what it is, right? But like anyway, she uh, she activates her new power, um, and I wish this was like a cooler thing, like. Don't get me wrong, I think it's very cool to be like, okay, I'm like the, the healer character who's like really strong and I activate my like super mode that makes me like instantly regenerate from injuries, right? Yeah, the problem uh, is that Kamato was already doing that. Right, but okay, <laughs> this, this, is, this is different though. Um, this is like, it's, it's, not, it's not healing, uh, it's not like, you know, healing, it's, it's regeneration or, or whatever. It's like fucking, it, her cells are dividing to like uh, completely, um, completely restore the wounds and it doesn't... Um, uh-huh. Like for presumably it's like like it's like a biological process and not like a okay strictly like chakra based one or whatever. I, I I feel like they really like uh, undersell what this could do, right? Um, right. Because like, like you know she 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 like body blocked a bunch of sword hits and then like her her like cuts closed as as she like stands back up and Rachimaru's like whoa what the yeah fuck? what if a Rachimaru cut off a fucking arm right like in the fucking they say like oh you can even regenerate limbs but like it doesn't right like yeah i, I feel like if you really want to sell this you have her like just get like super like fucked up and she just keeps going and like she just keeps like 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 an arm gets like sheared off and she just like keeps fucking going like still has the arm rear back and like regrows by the time she like runs into him be fucking sick but yeah. instead she just kind of like stands there and like heals her like you know i mean they're like she gets stabbed in the chest that's pretty bad but it's like yeah it's bad to be stabbed in the chest right like obviously like we all know that but it's not like a super like impressive thing to like show off to distinguish your special super healing ability um set apart from like the other one we just saw yeah i mean obviously she would be fine if she got hit by the rest of the the difference she's just like watching on it's like no it's not i don't do that it's going to like shorten your lifespan but like what she's doesn't understand is that's not a real downside for your ability in like a shonen manga um yeah, no, sh- no, don't don't heal from that mortal wound. It's going to shorten your lifespan. But also, like, I mean, I, I feel like having the power that shortens your lifespan is like that. That doesn't. It's, it's not going to matter in the grand scheme of things, right? Like, it's nice to like fucking alive and kicking and seems to be doing great over in Boruto times. Yeah. Um, and like, presumably, will just continue to be because like she's not like a. Yeah, like they're not gonna make they're not gonna make Sunday age to death in Boruto. Right, right, like. <laughs> Like, she, she, she will just be fine until, like, the story ends or until, like, I don't know, maybe they decide to, like, a heroic sacrifice thing with her to, like, make people remember that they kind of like Tsunade or whatever. Um, yeah. So it, it, it's not, like, a real fucking problem. So, like, I, I feel like if, if, you, if you're making a downsize your Jutsu, this is the one to pick, you know? You, you need to be, like, an entirely different kind of story for that thing to matter. Like, fucking Kishimoto could just entirely forget that this even has that problem. And, like, you know, the, 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 it would never matter in the first place. Yeah, I mean, like, I, you know, I'd forget. Yeah. Just because like, oh, shit, I, thought, I thought it was some awesome shit that I could do by, like, recovering from injury in the middle of a fight, so she's gonna keep doing it, and, like, I won't, I don't really care about having her die of old age, because that's fucking boring. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's, that's basically what I'd say about this episode. Unless you have more to say? No, I, I do want to say. Okay. Orochimaru is saying that and being like, I can't wait until I learn that one. <laughs> Yeah, I can fucking throw away so many bodies. It doesn't even fucking matter. 
Like, I, I think there's, like, a time limit on, like, how fast he can, like, change bodies, right? Like, I think he needs, like, a cut, like, like, there's, like, a two-year, uh, I think it's, like, a, like a two-year, like, fucking cooldown period on, on the body swapping. Right, but you're not gonna make yourself age. Yeah, right. To death like, in two yeah, you're, years. you're not gonna burn through like fucking sixty years in two years unless you're like really getting yourself hurt for no reason. <laughs> Every day I wake up and get run over by a truck for fun. <laughs> Every day I just cut off one of my limbs just just to feel something. Just to feel something. Yeah, Orochimaru is like, all right. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna cut off my whole body. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we see if, I, if, the, if, the, if the head grows back or the body grows back. I want to know. I want to know what goes on there. <laughs> yeah, what you do is you cut off your whole body, and then when that grows back, you cut off like half of your head, uh-huh. right? And then and then and then you fudge it a little bit to one side to cut off like the other half of the head, and you just try and get like a whole body's worth of you that has been like cut off and regrown. And then, and then you, and then you put yourself back together over there and like reanimate it, right? And then it's just like, ooh, which one's the real one? <laughs> this is this is an awesome fucking quandary I've created for myself. And like, God was just like, why did you do any of this? <laughs> yeah, and then the Orochimaru start making out. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Uh, he would. Make out with himself? Yeah. Yeah. Who who wouldn't? Would you not? I, mean, I, w- I would. I would. Yeah, right? Like, who wouldn't? Uh-huh. I, I feel like there's gotta be some people out there who wouldn't. <sighs> like, straight people? Like, straight people probably wouldn't. Um, or, or at least, like, some straight people wouldn't, right? Like, I'm, I'm sure there are straight people, or, like, people who would consider themselves straight who'd be like, if it's myself? Yeah, sure, why not? See, it's, it's it's easy for me, right? Even if even if I was straight, I could just I could just go to the other room and be like, "Hey, be a boy real quick. Let's figure this out." <laughs> oh my god, you've really solved it. Yeah, I mean, like I'm not straight, but if I was, it, it still wouldn't be a problem for me. Yeah, it must be really hard to be straight and gender fluid. I can't fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> like I haven't tried, but like I don't I don't think I can pull it off. Every few days, I just need to break up with everybody I'm dating. <laughs> That'd be so sad. It would be so sad. Uh, well, I, I, I feel like that means we've like very very definitively exhausted this episode. Like, we're talking about like fucking whatever at this point. Um, <laughs> so you want to move on to the next one? Yeah, but it's the good part. This is the good part. I know, I know. But also, <laughs> like, I, I most things is like, okay, I, I, th- I think we've done this bit, right? Uh-huh. Like, at a certain point, we're just talking about my gender and not making jokes about Naruto, and I love doing that. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But... Yeah. Okay, let's go to episode 96. Yeah, okay, let's go for it. Okay. Episode 96, Deadlock, Sanin Showdown. The Sanin square off with their summons, and Tsunade has Shizune watch over Naruto. The fight starts, and the giant snake Manda coils around Katsuyu. Kamabunto tries to knife him, but Manda catches the blade in his mouth. Katsuyu explodes into lots of little guys to escape. After dodging a giant knife throw, Jiraiya and Gamabunta use a combination attack to burn Manda alive, but he escapes, leaving behind his shed skin. Manda tries to catch them off guard by burrowing underground, but Tsunade comes in from behind wielding Gamabunta's giant knife and pins Manda to the ground. Orochimaru tries to choke her with his tongue, 
She frees herself with her very cool and strong arms and yanks him up by the tongue to punch him square in the face. All right, so everybody got their fucking biggest guys to bear, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, fucking Manda's here. Katsuki's here. Gamabunta's here. I love when Gamabunta's here. I love, like, how so much of what Gamabunta does when you, like, arrive at the scene is just like, oh, these fucking guys, huh? Yeah. Which is great. It's really fun. Um, Manda is just, like, a sicko, it turns out. Mm-hmm. You know, Kappa's like, oh shit, you know, if Manda knows that Orochimaru is weakened, he'll just, like, turn on Orochimaru, eat him. And Manda's like, hey, Orochimaru, give me a fucking hundred guys to eat. And Orochimaru's like, yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> Easy for me. Easy for me. I'm so good at getting guys to sacrifice. I also like that when Gabu, which is being, like, a rowdy shit, like, blowing smoke. Like, or is, like, being a shit, he, like, blows smoke in Manda's face, just to, like, just to be rude. Yeah, yeah. To get a little bit pissed off before the fight. King shit, honestly. Yeah, really fun. Katsuyu, unfortunately, doesn't have a ton to say. She's just, like, really, like, soft-voiced. And, uh, you know, I mean, she's she's the girl one, I get it. But, like, mm-hmm. I, I I wish she got to be, like, a little more characterful, like, in, in, in comparison to, like, the, the, the two big guys here, right? Like, it's, it's, uh, it's a bit of a bummer, maybe. Yeah. Um, like, that that personality for, like, one of the slugs would be mm-hmm. fine. I yeah. just I just think the big the 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 big king slug mm-hmm. sh- should be like a little bit more of like a like a bombastic character. I also mm-hmm. wish that we got to know any other slug. Yeah, I wish we got fucking slug sage mode. Fuck right. <laughs> Every fucking time I think about it, I'm like God damn it. No, but like liter like literally like Katsuyu is the only named slug. God, like, I I don't doubt you on this. Like I, I like I I can't like I couldn't like say that with that same degree of certainty. But like if you did the fucking like research, I'd be like, oh yeah, that, that makes sense. I can't remember any other ones. Yeah, like I I I checked because I had to like look her up uh, to to write the summaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I did find her name or whatever. But like, yeah, like I I went to the slug page and they didn't even have like a section of known slugs. It was just Katsuyu is the only named slug. This is fucking bullshit. Right. Maybe it's because Katsuyu is also every slug. Yeah. Maybe maybe Katsuyu is just every slug. Is it is that just true? That, that could be true. Like that that could be fun if they did something with it, but again, like I don't know. They, they don't really she's just like uh here's like the soft spoken slug lady. I was like, okay, well She just she doesn't like make, get to make an impression. Mm-hmm. Um you know, dry is like, you know, once the summons are like done saying their piece dry, like looks at Rich Mar is like, ah, you're you're too much of a, a sicko now. We're not bros anymore. And Rich Mar is like, I fucking hate big bros. That's fine with me. And Tsunade is like, today is the last day we'll be called the Sanin. And it's like, okay, Tsunade, I I don't think, I don't think you can make people stop calling you the Sanin. Like at this point, yeah, yeah. Like you you can say you've like formally dissolved the group or whatever, but like all of you have already not talked to each other in like ten years or whatever, and. Mm-hmm. uh like you're still the solid. Like I, I just don't think that's going away that easily. Yeah. Like I, I, I get the symbolic gesture, but I, I just, it's not, it's not gonna take. I don't think. Can Can I say a dub line here? Oh, absolutely. Um, one thing Jiraiya said when, uh, when they were like taunting Orochimaru, was, uh, it's about time we put this guy out of our misery. <laughs> All right. I thought I thought that was a little fun. Kind of kind of a cool guy thing to say. Uh huh. Yeah, the uh, the big guys fight starts. You know, the, the summon star fights, and it's like again, we're we're immediately uh, come to the face of like, oh, Katsuyu is uh, the the problem that Katsuyu faces here is that she's not fast like the other two are, so she's kind of like instantly gets like coiled up by uh, Manda. 
Yep. Um, and she can like get out of that, right? But like we don't really. Yeah, she doesn't do anything after. <laughs> I mean, she like she like she like spits a bit of acid out of like a rock or whatever, right? Yeah. That, like Monda dodges, and that's like I think basically the only attack she does in this entire fight. And then it's just like, okay, it's time for uh, Gamabunta and Monda to like fight some. Like Gamabunta and Monda's like fighting is like pretty sick, right? Um, I love the big yeah. toad oil flamethrower. I love Monda's like molten skin substitution. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Doing the fucking snake tail to like do a faint, uh, come out of the ground. It, 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 it's, it's pretty okay. cool. Yeah. So this this is the reason why. Uh... Katsuyu um, isn't very much of a match for like the um, the other two big summons. Um, it's because Tsunade doesn't fucking need it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, like she's just like, hey, stay back. And she like picks up fucking Gabuto's knife. Yeah, We're... which is pretty awesome. Like, I'm, like you know, like, we've had a lot of complaints about Tsunade just not fucking doing anything, and I'm I'm, I'm glad at least here we get like a little bit of. Uh... Like a, a little bit like all right she's like really strong and that can be like brought to bear in a fight um mm-hmm. she just fucking like stabs Monda's head to the ground with a big knife yeah right like the, the these summons and like the way that they function are like kind of a lot like mechs i found yeah yeah they're like big you know mm-hmm. they're like okay the the fight is escalating everyone like summoned their big robot to fight in I guess that's like a, that, that is an interesting comparison, right? Like, I, I'm not totally surprised that kind of feeling kind of winds up coming across because, like, I know that before Naruto, like, Hishimoto's, like, first, like, one shot that, like, won an award or whatever was, like, a mech thing. Really? Yeah. All right. That's probably in his head, like, at least a little bit, you know? Right. And so, like, it really feels like Tsunade here is the pilot just, like, hopping out of the cockpit and then wielding a fucking big mech sized sword. God. Right? <laughs> Fucking Tsunade is Arbor Hunter Mellow Link. Like, li- yeah, like, literally, right? <laughs> oh my god. Like, she, 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 she brought the big summon because, like, this is the big summon fight, but, like, everyone knows that, like, Tsunade's big slug or whatever, like, isn't on the same, like, isn't in the same league as the other ones, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, that that that's only because Tsunade brought her along to be like in the running, like on a technicality, right? Like mm-hmm. Tsunade is still ready, like on her own to like. Right. I, I guess the big utility that that uh, Katsuyu offers that makes it harder to like target like Tsunade specifically for an attack because like Katsuyu can just be, like a million fucking slugs or whatever. So like maybe, maybe it's something to that. I mean, like that's not really like something that comes up in the staging of the fight or anything, right? Mm-hmm. They don't like really, really Katsuyu doesn't fucking do anything. Yeah. But. You know, I, looking to that to that lens, I'm, I'm like a little more satisfied, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So Tsunade uh, subdues Manda. Mm-hmm. Understatement, by the way. Um, yeah. <laughs> like Manda's not dead, right? Like Manda's just been like stabbed through the roof of the mouth, right? Like she, yeah, she yeah, missed yeah. the brain or whatever. But uh, he he's not doing anything else in this fight because his, there's a knife going like six feet into the ground or some shit. Uh, like probably more than that actually I don't think about how big this knife is like 30 feet into the ground or some shit going directly through his like mouth yeah right like he he, he is out of the fight and so Rochimaru goes to like choke her mm-hmm. and you know obviously she just fucking like grabs the tongue and like strong arms him up to punch him in the face it's so cool it's pretty fucking cool yeah um she should have been more like this the whole time. Right, yeah. Like, it's very much like, oh, like, I guess she just can't do anything when she doesn't have her boy to believe in, which is, like, 
kindly, but like when she's doing stuff, it, it is like pretty satisfying that she just fucking like, like you know, she she just fucking gets him. Yeah. Like Orochimaru can't actually do shit here. It seems like. Is there more to say about this half of the episode? No, I think I'm good on that. You ready to move on? Yeah. Orochimaru goes flying, and Tsunade throws him up into the air by his tongue to keep beating the shit out of him. She goes for another yank and punch, but a muscle spasm makes her miss her attack. Her exhaustion is catching up to her, and she lashes out at Orochimaru wanting to finish this fast. Orochimaru gets some footing and starts fighting back. He wraps Tsunade up around the arms and flies at her with the grass sword, but she catches it with her feet and throws him aside. One final punch and the fight's over, but Orochimaru is still standing. The other Sani learned about his fucked up body swap situation, and he sinks into the ground after promising to get better and destroy the hidden leaf without Tsunade's help. Everyone regroups around the unconscious Naruto, and Tsunade ages rapidly as a side effect of her healing stunt. Back in town, Naruto shocked she has accepted the job as Hokage, and starts going over all her problems so Tsunade takes him outside for another tussle, where instead of kicking his ass, she knocks off his headband and gives him a kiss on the forehead, showing that she believes in him. They set off back towards the leaf. Alright, so the uh, the first stretch of this half of the episode is like, yeah, it is like Tsunade just fucking wailing on Rochimaru, uh, like yanking him around and shit. In, in the manga, like, it is really just like the one fucking punch that like basically takes him out of the fight. Um mm-hmm. And, like, in the anime, I guess they're, like, you know, hey, we, we, we need a little more time in this episode. And also, like, we, we got some animators on board. Maybe maybe we want to, like, draw Sonata doing some shit. Uh, I think a lot of it looks pretty good, right? Um, yeah. Like, the, 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 there's the bit where she's, like, willing I'm in midair that I think has, like, this really, like, like striking quality to it. That's, like, animated by Kira Matsushima, who is, like, the animation director on, on the show. Like, a recurring animation director on the show also. Like, I've talked about him before. He's the guy who goes on to direct, uh, or, like, not direct, to, to be the character designer on the Demon Slayer adaptation. Yeah. Um, and like, what, what, once the fight is on the ground, um, there's like a bunch of like fun, like, you know, like a, a lot of like fun action with like all the, with, uh, Sonata and Orochimaru like moving around a lot. And like, you know, there's, there's like the cool moment where she like grabs the sword with her feet and like, and like hurls him back. It's all sort of like that. That, that is animated by, uh, Shingo Adachi, who is the, um, the character designer for, uh, Naruke Uzumaki's Source of Woe, Sword Art Online, and the director of, uh, Konoha Crush's seasonal favorite licorice recoil. Woo! Yeah, so that's, that's like a fun coincidence there. So I think a lot of stuff is like very, very appealing. I, I do wind up kind of feeling like um, a lot of it doesn't really make the best usage of the fact that like Tsunade is like super strong, right? Like it's kind of like a normal punching fight uh, past the like part where she's like hurling him around by his tongue. Mm-hmm. Like he like he, he he's just kind of taking the hits normally, and it's like you know it, it, it's fine, but like it definitely feels like the, uh, the the conception of the action is like a little weak in terms of like actually um, taking Tsunade's power set into like account, even if it does like look pretty good. Yeah, right, like, she she wielded that fucking, like, huge building-sized knife. Like, she could throw Orochimaru into space right now if she wanted to. Yeah. She could just be like, okay, fight over and throw him over the fucking horizon. Uh-huh. <laughs> just walks over to Kabuto and throws him, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. And then the next episode, we see them both land at the exact same place, like on top of each other. Uh-huh. That'd be pretty fucking good. But 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 yeah, she like finishes the fight, and the Rochimaru is just like, fine. Yeah. Like before Rochimaru leaves, I was like that Mondo's like really fucking pissed about. He's like, I I, I want to fucking like, like I'm, I'm so bad. I want to fucking eat somebody here, but I got a big hole in my mouth, so I can't even do that. I'm just gonna fucking leave. Poofs into smoke. Uh, frankly, don't know why I stick around this long to begin with, but like uh. Yeah, I mean, like maybe he was hoping 
Uh, Maybe something someone would take the knife out, but then like, <laughs> he was like, oh wait, Orochimaru can't lift that thing. He was, he was just kind of like waiting for the fucking, uh, like he just didn't want to have like the knife out of there like too fast or else they'd just be like bleeding too much. You know, that's, that's probably part of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he wanted to watch Orochimaru get his ass kicked. <laughs> he <thinks> it's funny. <laughs> that's why I would stick around. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Tsunada and Dragon get to have their moment of horror about like a Roshimaru's body swap thing because like you know it's one of those weird moments where like oh yeah we had this reveal but like nobody else actually like knew about it so like it gets played it like kind of like a reveal again the next time we like hear about it because the characters don't know yet yeah I don't know I still think it's mostly fine I don't know I don't know what the big deal is uh the the, the body swap thing yeah like how is it yeah. different from like regular murder that everybody does all the time <laughs> yeah I mean you know it's uh not, not the best things to do, but, like, whatever. Yeah, right, like... Yeah, like, like I said, it's not worse to me than, like, regular murder. Yeah, right, like, it, it's... it's. I, I guess if we're just talking, like, pure, like, body count, it's maybe one of the last fucked up things is even doing. Yeah, he was about to feed a hundred people to a giant snake. <laughs> Probably still has to do that. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Orochimaru is the kind of guy that just gets out of a lot of the stuff he promises to Manda. Okay, yeah. Like, he has to do, do it, like, sometimes, or, like, Manta eventually gets mad enough, but, like, you know. I'm, I'm sure he has, like, a tab going. And, uh, maybe maybe some, like, fights get, like, for, forgotten about yeah. over time, you know. Like, Manta's the guy who just, like, he, he gets, like, so mad about something else that he just kind of, like, forgets about the, la- the last thing he was mad about. So he's, like, it's, like, you know, actually it's convenient that he got stabbed through the mouth, because he's not gonna, like, be even thinking about the fact that I owe him 100 people right now. Yeah, because he can't have them anyway, right? Yeah. It was like, hey, Manda, I'm sorry. I, I know I can't give you the 100 people I promised. I, I have, like, I have had Kabuto build you a special straw. <laughs> so you can eat through until you, until you finish yelling. Just, uh, we'll just put a big tarp over your mouth hole so it doesn't get rained in. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, hey, it's probably not rained in there. It's fine. Yes. You know, I guess you're right. Roshimaru, like, walks off into the ground. Kabuto, like, teleports away um mm-hmm. you know they, they take, take naruto back to town just kind of fast forwards like okay you know naruto's awake again he's like mad that Sunai's gonna be hokage he's like so fucking like he's being such a shithead to her right here yeah. like not even that fun of a way right he's like ah she, she's fucking frivolous and she loves gambling and she's stupid and she lies about her appearance and she's a girl and it's like okay man chill out here a little bit yeah <laughs> frankly if i was naruto right and I saw somebody with, like, a lot of, like, obvious kind of, like, you know, m- maybe, like, like, like a lot of, like, obvious seeming faults, like, being promoted to the position of Hokage. That would be encouraging to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would be like, oh, shit, he's got a chance. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter if you're a dumbass. You can get in there. Right. I'd be like, yeah, if if I was Naruto, I'd, and, I, and I saw Tsunade going, it's like, maybe it's okay if someone... Who has themselves transformed into a young woman all the time becomes the Hokage. <laughs> hey, uh, it's it's inspirational. Yeah. You know, fortunately, Tsunade's like infinite womanly benevolence uh, means she's not mad at Naruto this time. She like flicks his headband off and she gives him her her fucking like forehead kiss of like you're gonna be the Hokage one day. You know, she's just kind of like she's kind of keeping the seat warm for him. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then they're fucking off. They're headed back home. Yep. Next episode? Next episode. Let's go for it. Woo! Episode 97. 
kidnapped. Naruto's hot spring adventure. The group stops off at a hot spring, and they're being watched by a couple of katana guys who are looking for Tsunade. Tsunade goes to play pachinko while Jiraiya and Naruto bathe. Naruto's done with the spring, but Jiraiya stays put, waiting for girls to show up. Naruto finds the room has been ransacked and his necklace stolen. He finds a note about some kind of debt due to the Akagi family, and goes to confront the thieves. The Katana guys are confused about Naruto showing up. They introduce themselves as Senta and Bunzo, and explain their mistake after Naruto kicks their ass with Shadow Clones. They beg Naruto for help, and Tsunade is having bad luck with Pachinko, and has Shizune to go fetch her suitcase. At the front desk, Shizune receives a letter for Tsunade, saying Naruto has been held hostage for the debt money. She can't find Tsunade, so she decides to deal with it herself. Shizune approaches the hostage situation, transformed into Tsunade. Yeah, so this is like our first all like like completely anime original episode here. Um, I like I I feel like you can kind of like uh, clock that it is even if you like don't know from the manga because like the episode starts with the characters being like, hey, there's not actually any reason for us to like stop over at this town and have like a little side adventure. Maybe even be kind of a bad idea. Uh, let's do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, let's do it anyway. Like you know, it, it's fine. Like I I, I believe that like Dry is the guy who could be like, oh hey, there's there's like girls you can look at here and just be fucking like coaxed into that because he was the guy who spent like several weeks fucking around and like failing to find any information about where Sonate was uh-huh. you know everybody's like sort of, sort of like settles into like their their vacation stuff you know um like like Sonata, like goes off to like play some pachinko gets some like last gambling in before she just kind of gets like uh like has to go be the hokage and like never gets to do anything fun again mm-hmm. dry like climbs the hot spring to commit to like the only thing he's going to be doing this entire episode which is like a really weak bit where like every once in a while like cut back over to him and he's like uh, I, I wanted to see pretty girls, but instead there's, like, girl monkeys, or, like, sumo wrestlers, or old women, or whatever. It's, it's, it's very fucking... Yeah. Very slight, but, like, fortunately, it's just, like, it's, it's only, like, well, every once in a while we see Dry for five seconds, then we move on. Um, yeah. I do think it's very silly that, like, that, like the, the first time it's like, oh, he's like, oh, there's, like, I, I want to see girls, but these are the wrong species, and there's a bunch of monkeys, right? And, like... They don't really have a way to, like, con- convey that these monkeys are girls to the audience or whatever. And so they give, like, one of the monkeys a pink ribbon on its head. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, for, j- judging from the, the, the various monkeys in this hot tub, Dry is, like, considered very sexy in the girl monkey community. <laughs> <laughs> it's true! Fuck. I mean, if uh, I, I, have, I have some monkey friends. All right. And they, they were giving me some shit about being mean to Jiraiya earlier. Okay. Well, you, know you learn something new every day. Every other group of people comes to Jiraiya, they, they, they would just be like... I, I feel like they just, they're just like well within the rights to be really pissed about out him, because he's just kind of like sitting there, like fucking complaining about them being here, like ruining the whole vibe, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Jiraiya just like gets, gets beat up by a bunch of sumo wrestlers for like fucking complaining about them like going to the hot tub, and they're just like here to have a good time being sumo bros together. Yeah, like what the hell, dude? I feel I feel like if fucking like twenty sumo guys get into the fucking hot springs with you, that's like, hey, you get to fucking chat with those guys. I bet they got, I bet they got some stories. Yeah, I bet, the, I bet that's like a fun bunch of guys. D- disrespectful, honestly. Totally. Naruto Nart goes back to his room and like finds the necklace has been stolen. He's uh, he like he like goes off to deal with it. Um, we, we, in my mind, when I heard like oh, Naruto had his necklace stolen, like my immediate thought was like oh, this is gonna be like a fucking comedy episode about the debt collectors just like doing themselves to, like, extru- to, like, nearly die repeatedly because of, like, the fucking curse of the necklace or whatever. It doesn't wind up going that direction, but, like, you know. A little bit sad it doesn't, but, like, what we get is also pretty fun. Uh-huh. Um, 
Yeah, like because like, he, he like runs into the guys and like, hey, what, you're not Tsunade, what are you doing here? And like, you know, he he he's just, like Naruto being like a good natured kid, and these guys just being like two fucking losers who are like out and doing a job they don't really want to do. Like I, I love that he just kind of like he like it's like a, he he like immediately sympathizes with them, and he's like, okay, yeah, let's uh, let, let's let's figure this out together. We we, we can be bros. I, I I think that's like a great way for Naruto to like decide to engage with this plot. Um, yeah, it's very fun. And uh, Shizune like meanwhile learns about this. Like she gets like you know. Now she she's like, she needs to like go and get like Sonai's bag for her because Sonai's out of money at the pachinko machine. She gets the letter from uh, she she gets like the, like, the, the ransom letter and she's like you know she she, she like feels fine Sonai for for a while. Um, everybody but Orochimaru is like bad at finding Sonai is basically the impression we get here. Yeah, so she just decides she's gonna handle it herself. I, I I have to question her judgment here. Yeah, what do you, what do you mean? I I understand the like need to go and handle it yourself mm-hmm. why would you do this like pretending to be Tsunade like everyone knows that you're her like assistant or whatever yeah I'm I'm not sure you could just go there as Shizune and be like okay like I'm here to I'm here to negotiate on behalf of Tsunade right like right like especially because she's like trying to in this episode trying to like make sure like oh people can't know Tsunade is like involved in like this and have all, has all this debt right. so it seems like weirder to have to, like, pretend to be Tsunade, and then, like, go and get very directly involved in this whole situation. I don't know. Like, like it is basically for the purpose of, like, okay, here's, like, a bunch of, like, fucking goofy antics, people trying to trick each other. So, like, you get on that front. But I, I guess you are right. There's, like, well, I, I don't really know why she, she does it this way in the first place. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, it's like a fucking goofy comedy episode. Just whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and then she goes up, and she's, and she's basically just like, yeah, I don't give a shit about the kid. Yeah, fucking whatever, kill him. I don't care. Yeah. I don't know why she does this either. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it, it's a bluff, right? I guess so. But she doesn't like. This is getting to the next half of the episode a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. But she doesn't commit to it all. Like, she doesn't wait for them to do anything. She's just like, like she says that we have like that fucking like mid episode like commercial break cliffhanger. Where it's like I don't, I don't fucking care about Naruto. And like immediately after the after the fucking break, she's like. Is what I would have said until recently, but actually, I care about him now a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, you ready to move on? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Fake Tsunade tries to pass off a bunch of fake money, but the Katana guys don't buy it, so she uses force. Turns out they were transformed Naruto clones, so the guys are all right. Naruto tries to innocuously grab the suitcase while transformed to Shizune, which Shizune obviously doesn't fall for. Naruto grabs the case anyway and runs for it with the katana guys. Naruto makes a bunch of clones to try and escape, and Fake Tsunade makes a bunch to pursue. Shizune catches him, and the guys find there's no money in her suitcase, only more IOUs. Tsunade catches them outside causing a commotion, and it turns out Tsunade paid off the debt a year ago, and the katana guys just hadn't heard yet. The three of them set off, and realize Jiraiya is not with them. We see them all red, floating in the hot spring, deliriously happy some girls finally showed up. So I think it's, like, very fascinating how, like, how, how, how quickly Tsunade decides to take, I mean, how quickly Shizune decides to take alternate approaches to, like, solving this whole debt collector problem. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, she, she, had, she had, like, a few st- stages of this plan, but, like, at no point was, like, seriously trying to negotiate with these guys on the table. At no point was, like, trying to fucking, uh, like, you know, actually, actually like, ha- handle this, uh, th- this problem in, like, a professional capacity. 
Yeah, she was just about to kill these guys. Right, right. Like, she, she like, fucking launches, like, needles at him. And, like, every other time we've seen Sonata, like, launch... Or she, God, every time we've seen Shizune launch needles at people, it's, like, fucking poison needles that kill people. Like, yeah. I want to know how many fucking deck collectors Shizune has killed over the years. Is that why you know, she always keeps the fucking needle launcher loaded? Like, just in case? Yeah, I mean, like, what other threats would she, like, run into, like, before the, like, Naruto events happened, right? Like, it's deck collectors. It's fucking deck collectors. She's just fucking killing guys. Yeah, I'm like, I'm so fascinated by like this vision. Of, like, I love the idea of Shizune as like a gay little freak who's like, I have to go and fucking dirty my hands for like Tsunade's purposes. And, like, she's not really even talking to her about it. She's just doing this. Yeah, yeah, right. And then like Naruto gets involved, right? And the reason, and the reason she's all like, oh fuck, Naruto's involved. That like complicates things. Is because it means she can't just kill these guys. Yeah, right. It was like, okay, well, that, right, because you know, I. I we, we, we can't let anything, like, that would, like, jeopardize, like, Tsunade's, like, positions. The Hokage come to light, right? So, like, obviously these deck collectors need to be out of the picture. But, like, also if I just kill these fucking deck collectors, and, like, Naruto's actually their friend, then I guess that's gonna be a problem. Yeah. Like, if they kidnap Naruto and she killed him, then be like, okay, well, that's fine. That's just fucking, that's just fucking work, you know? Yeah, right. The that, this yeah, that, then it's just like, oh, thanks for saving me from those kidnappers, Shizune. Yeah. Right, and also, also, I want, I want to fucking... I want to get Naruto's ass here a little bit too, right? Because like, uh-huh. what if what if they set that whole thing up, but they weren't shadow clones, and Shizune just killed these guys for kidnapping Naruto, right? How the fuck would Naruto feel about that? I mean, like, yeah, you know, I, I mean, he we don't have to get his ass that much. He, he'd cover his bases, like you know, he heard like, okay, yeah, Shizune's probably gonna come, and like, okay, so she used to be too afraid of blood to like turn some guys into paste, but like, I, I feel like that might have changed recently. So like, I mean, maybe you should be careful. Yeah, I had this weird dream recently where she held a giant toad knife. So I think I'm going to play it a little bit safe. Uh, Naruto does save these guys' life, which is, you know, pre- pretty convenient. Yeah. Well, so like, yeah, Tsunade had to fucking kill these guys. I mean, she's gonna, like, if she wants to, like, sell people, she has to fucking kill them, right? Like, if, if, if they go to the village after, uh... <laughs> like, 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 it'd be like, if, if they, they just get, like, scared away or whatever, and, like, and, and then Tsunade come, becomes the Hokage, then, like, they fucking know where she is, right? So yeah. Like, if in this this is a problem, she needs to fucking take these these guys out of the picture, like here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, is the plan now to kind of like get Naruto like happy with the situation and then go and like clandestinely, <laughs> God, kill those guys? Oh later? my God! Yeah, she's like, like, like you know, they, they, they like wrap things up here, and, like, and they're like, yeah, okay, well, we, we've like set up a payment plan. It's gonna be totally fine. And then, like, uh, you know, they're, they're leaving the village, and she's just like, hey, actually, I, I think I forgot something back at the end. Like, I'll, I'll catch up to you. Don't wait up. And she, like, runs off and fucking, like, breaks these guys' necks in their sleep. Yeah. It's beautiful. Like, I like, understand. If you haven't, like, watched this episode, the things we're talking about are, like, not really there. But it's so much funny if they are. So that's how we're talking about it. Yeah, right. No, we're just... I mean... We're, we're not even, like... I mean, like, okay, she does try to kill those guys. <laughs> yeah, she she does try to kill those guys, right? Like, we're just, we're just one layer. We're just spitballing here. We're just like, okay, how, how, what, can we, what, can we, what can we learn about Shizune from this? Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> and I think the answers are very funny. Yeah, like, it, it, it is, like, genuinely very characterful for her to be like that. Yeah, it's awesome. I, I, I love Shizune being, like, kind of a freak. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I the one of the biggest problems with Naruto is that none of the girls get to be enough of freaks, right? So, yeah. like, when when you, when you can read into it, we gotta cling to that. We've gotta fucking yeah, yeah, exactly. We gotta build our fucking castles of the sand. <laughs> 
So, uh... so yeah, Naruto like goes looking for Tsunade, um, look for the case she had, she has right, and like sees who he thinks is, is Tsunade, but actually she's doing like in a fucking like hotel window, and she's just like drinking sake or whatever, and he's like, I can't believe she's drinking sake when like she thinks I'm kidnapped, but like, if Naruto thinks that's really Tsunade, then he knows that she already knows he's not actually kidnapped. Yeah. I'm starting to think this episode isn't very well thought out or put together. Uh, maybe, maybe, like, uh, who, who, who could say? Anyway, Naruto goes into the room, disguised as Shizune, and, like, takes the case away. And then Shizune, who is disguised as Nai, just l- lets this happen for some reason. Yeah. Like, mostly just, like, extend the problem for the rest of the episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> because there's no reason for her to do it otherwise. Yeah, well, I mean, she's gonna finish her sake. Come on. <laughs> right. Like... She has to stay in character as Tsunade. Uh, for what reason? Look, and Tsunade wouldn't... <laughs> and Tsunade wouldn't just, like, stop drinking to go, hey, no. Tsunade would just grab a fishing pole. Oh, yeah. Like her classic <laughs> move that she always does. <laughs> and, then, like, and grab the suitcase with the fishing pole. is like Naruto's holding it up to walk away with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, God, so, like, um, so, yeah, like, you know, she, she, so, she's in disguise, and like, pulls the, the suitcase on, on, like, a, on, like, a fishing hook, right, and, like, Naruto has, like, a little bit of an argument about her, about how, like, oh, like, I, like, I, I can't believe you'd be so cold-hearted, I can never accept somebody like you as the Hokage, like, you know, like, th- these people, these people can't go home because, like, you, you haven't paid their, paid your debt to them, so, like, you, you know, you, like, I, I can't believe you'd be Hokage who like only cares about people from your country. And it's like, Naruto, I, I really, I don't know how to tell you this. That's the job. Yeah, li- literally the Hokage's job is to like, d- decide which people in the other countries get to live or die. Yeah. Now, like the, the, These guys are like very, very like an immediate inconvenience. So there's no real, there's no real benefit to, uh, to the leaf to having these guys around, right? So like, you know, I mean... Th- th- Pretty straightforward decision making, you know. Um, yeah, but uh, N- N- Naruto grabs the case back and mm-hmm. starts their little like running antics. Yeah, yeah. We get like a you know, like a ch- we get like a chase sequence, you know, like fucking, you know, it's just just a succession of like you know like a little, little bits like that. There's a bit where like you know Naruto like punches like she's in his crisis tonight, but it's actually Tone Tone. Uh, Tone Tone could do transformation jutsu. Um, I, I don't know if Tone Tone can do human speech while like transformed. We don't we don't get an answer about that, but like you know, Tone Tone can do anything a human can, mm-hmm. except for maybe speak out loud. Um, you know, it just, just, just kind of plays out like pretty straightforwardly, right? Um, yeah. Um, I do wanna I do wanna note. Um, mm-hmm. That's a lot of fucking clones for Suzune to make. Yeah. Like the whole thing about Naruto making that many clones is like that's a big deal. That basically he only only he does that. mm Hmm. Maybe she's only got like a huge chakra reserves that we, we that just don't come up otherwise. I mean, yeah, like probably. Who knows? Yeah, um, pro- pro- probably. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, they they open the, uh, you know, the, eventually like the fucking katana guys like they, they get the like, like the, the case opens and like they they pull open not his wallet that isn't the case and it's like oh it's just IOUs right. Yeah. What's fascinating to me about this is like back when Sonata was in the pachinko parlor parlor she had like a different wallet. There's like oh I don't have any more money in this. Uh huh. I love that back in her suitcase, she keeps a second identical wallet full of, like, paper about, like, debt that she owes for some reason. Yeah. Well, it was it was two for one, right? Oh, okay, yeah. That makes sense. You, you can't turn that on that. I mean, like, I have... I have several wallets. Are they identical? No. Okay. 
But they would be if they were two for one. Yeah, okay. I mean, like, when when you see, like, a, a good deal on wallets and you turn it down, it's, like, basically, like, losing a gamble. Um, so you, you gotta take your victories and you can get them. Oh, God. Okay, um... The, the, there was a dub line earlier in the episode that I really wanted to, uh... Okay. Um, it was it was when uh, it was when she was first asking for her suitcase, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, Shizune was like, "Maybe that's not a good idea. Like, all of your stuff is in there." Um, uh, the the thing that Tsunade said to like bark back at her, right, is this like was like, "Don't give me that. You know, I never quit in the middle of a losing streak." Yeah, right. <laughs> uh... and I just thought that was a funny thing for her to say. Yeah, that's pretty good. You know, they they all like fucking have like ran to each other. They made a big scene in the middle of town, and like the real Sonata shows up, and he's like, "Hey, what the fuck's going on here?" Yeah, what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing dressed as me? Making a big scene. That's super embarrassing. She she already like paid off her debt to the Akage family, which is like, I, I guess I didn't really get the idea that Sonata was a person who was like paying back her debts ever. Mm-hmm. But like you know, I I, I guess that's uh, that's what we need in this situation to give ourselves that like clean like uh. Like kids show resolution so like the fucking like random katana guys can like go home. Mm-hmm. I want I want Tsunade to show up and for like the situation to be explained and then for her to just like turn the two katana guys into blood paste and like problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Like what why didn't you do this earlier? That's the yeah, deal. Like, like that's your job. She's, come she's, she's like, like, come on, what, what what why are you making such a mess out of this? I know you've done this before. It's like, oh my god, you noticed? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you noticed? Oh my god, really? Oh, I'll do it. Yeah. You know, that's all resolved, but like walking home and like, you know, she's just explaining this. You know, I, I was just really worried that if people found out about how much debt you had, you know, that it would jeopardize your role as the Hokage. Because like, you know, there's, there's still all those other debts that you have that like are presumably still unpaid. And all of this, so I was basically like, that's, that's not a real problem. Are you kidding me? That's, that doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah, who cares? It's just not related. Like, I'm just gonna go be the president. Like, e- even if that was a problem, like, what are they gonna do? Get somebody fucking else? No. No, absolutely not. Yeah. You get fucking Jiraiya? No. Yeah, you think <laughs> you think they're gonna want to get Jiraiya back here? That guy's, like, drowning right now. <laughs> He's literally dead. So, uh, so yeah. Is that, is that the episode? Yeah, that's the episode. You know, so, so now he gets to go back to the village. It's a big win for her. She has, like, no consequences for her actions, basically. Um, yeah. Just one, one last gambling trip. That's uh, that's that. Nice. What are we uh? What are we watching next week? Next week we are watching the first Naruto movie. Wow. Naruto the movie Ninja Clash in the Land of Snow. Awesome. I'm really excited. I'm really excited too. Like I, I, I'm like curious about how, like how those episodes are gonna go. Like, like it's, it, it's basically guaranteed that like these movies are gonna look pretty good. I think pretty much all of them have like some really nice looking stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um. So it'll be fun. That level at least. Um. Hey, if you want to catch that episode early, you can check our Patreon, patreon.com slash Konoha Crush. All one word, Konoha Crush. For just $3 a month, you get access to episodes up to a week early. And pretty soon, we're going to have our September episode of Narukai Uzumaki out, and we're watching Dot Hack Sign. So, like, you know, look forward to that. For $5 a month, you get access to Narukai Uzumaki and any other uh, bonus content we make in the future. Uh, beyond that, I just want to thank our joining tier patrons, Maple and Izzy, the future Jinjiriki of the Six-Tailed Beast. Uh, and of course, thank you for listening. And, you know, hey, if you like 
if you like if you like the podcast, you should tell your friends about it. You know, like we don't we don't like advertise or anything anywhere. So you know, like word word of mouth is probably going to be the only way people find our shit. Yeah, I think we're making sure that people could really like. You know, so yeah. Also, hey, any images we talk about during the podcast can be found on our Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash Konoha Crush, all one word, Konoha Crush. Um, we also have a Tumblr, Konoha Crush cast.tumblr.com. And I stream on Twitch at Guinevere Teef, G U I N E V E R E T E E F. Twitch.tv slash Guinevere Teef. Anything you need to shout out? I don't do shit. I, I, just, I just hang out. Yeah, she doesn't do shit. She just hangs out. She's on my streams a lot. Uh, we play yeah. Elden Ring on Fridays. It's a good time. It's a great time. Yep, and I think that's that. So, hey, thanks for listening. And remember, there's no such thing as filler. <laughs>